0: How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Red Out Podcast. Uh, stick with us. We're going to talk Western despairing basketball and uh, other things in Conference USA, women's sports, etc. cetera, and big news coming from the NFL and Super Bowl Sunday coming up.
1: Hey, how about them tops, son? All day. SEC,
2: boys. SEC. They SEC.
1: You're listening to the Red Out Podcast.
0: I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you were wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com slash redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you, BetterHelp. We appreciate your support. Um, welcome back, guys. Um, had, a, uh, had a family... Uh, uh, situation my wife's grandmother passed away last week uh so i appreciate all your kind words uh from our listeners and everything um so uh on to a uh i guess a happy topic for jared winners and losers tom brady's retiring supposedly
1: we've already had this podcast episode i thought (laughs)
0: yeah we did didn't we um but I will give everyone the scoop. He is going to retire and come back and go to Miami. So No, he's not. Which would not be the greatest him. thing in the history of ever. I would think it was hilarious, and Jared would be, like, broken. I would be. I would be. <laughs> I would
1: actually think that he would have to just do that for spite. Because that's the thing. Like He has a losing – not a losing record, but the most losses he has in his career is against the Dolphins, and he does have a losing record in Miami. So, yeah.
0: So if he came back and kept losing, it would continue the trend. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. That works.
1: I mean, there's a good chance we'll need a quarterback anyways with Tua and his health, so who knows. Only the
2: Dolphins could screw up Tom Brady. Yeah, we would. (laughs) We would
1: easily find a way to
0: screw that up. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, So big news. Uh, We got Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl. Uh, So the Kelsey, is that how you say it? Kelsey brothers are going to be playing each other. Oh, that's cute. Hey, that's honestly like I've been watching some of their TikToks and they're hilarious, <laughs> and they talk so much smack to each other. It's great.
1: It reminds me of the Harbaugh Bowl when both of the Harbaugh brothers coached against each other in the Super Bowl.
0: Yes, I yeah that. Um, so just I know this isn't really this wasn't really scripted, but. What was what is one of your favorite like unscripted Super Bowl moments like stuff that happened and you went, oh,
1: um, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Prince halftime show was still incredible in the rain. They couldn't have you know, scripted that. And then, of course, like is the 2004, I think, is like the Janet Jackson thing or whatever. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was gonna be yeah. Fun. I got a funny story about that one. Um, More
2: than, than her yeah. boob popping out. <laughs> uh well it <laughs> was funny. Um real funny. But um we were at church and my dad was in charge of the switchboard or whatever and, and uh he just talking about this. Uh we went to lunch or dinner this uh this week. And anyway, we were talking about the janet Jackson thing. And it's funny you bring this up. Um so we we're watching it and all of a sudden like we're watching the halftime show and like right before apparently the boob comes out or whatever um my dad changes the channel and it's like these elephants walking around in a parade and everybody's like hey what the heck man what you know what just happened and uh so uh, we never knew what happened like didn't understand like what everybody was talking about or there was some kind of controversy or whatever we're like what are you talking about and this was before like, you know, you get on Twitter and like, oh, that's what happened. There's a picture. Well, um, I
0: think I think for me personally, like it there wasn't really a, like you said, there wasn't a Twitter, but like the next day everybody was talking about it.
1: Yeah. And I was yeah.
0: honestly I was in the same boat, not with the change in the channel, but like I really didn't pay attention to the halftime shows because I really didn't care at that point. Um, still don't really. Um, but um, you know, I was watching it and or not watching it, not paying attention. And then the, like the next day I remember somebody talking about, Hey, did you see Bubble? And I was like, No. And then I pulled up my dial up computer and was like,
2: <laughs> And
0: after 45 minutes of trying to load the page, it Isn't finally showed it. I was like, Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah. So my dad apparently changed the channel
0: and how, did, didn't uh, see like, how how does that work? Like how does he just did it just that is hilarious to me that it just worked he did, out. He told me he told me that he did it because
2: he didn't like Janet Jackson. <laughs> so he just changed it. <laughs> and everybody got pissed and it turned out he he basically skipped nudity for the youth
1: group. <laughs> Which is see, that was God's intervention. That was God's That's intervention. Right. Right
2: Amen, there. brother. Praise the Lord.
1: <laughs> Nobody had you to commit
2: know? sin that night. Yeah. You ain't gonna see no
0: boobs tonight, boys. <laughs> um thou shalt not lust. <laughs> um but like that's 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 funny um i i honestly i felt like at the time and not really after but like at the time i felt like it was a ploy i thought she was trying to build her career up a little bit but it really didn't help her at all <laughs> right i mean just my opinion
1: I mean, but. I mean imagine that happening now with social. oh my media. gosh
0: oh my gosh that's yeah. basically like TikTok and Instagram already. So what's the point? You know, I don't think anybody would even take up would even think it's think a second thought about it. So just as
1: far as everyone freaking out collectively at the same time on the internet yes. about it, it was like the left shark with Katy Perry's halftime. You remember it? Uh,
0: yes. Everybody
1: loved that shark. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. The, the way the love of the shark grew, it was just like, really. Um, so uh, do you all have any other winners or losers this week?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I'll throw out mine real quick. Uh, my winner is WKU Baseball for all the publicity they're getting because Western basketball sucks. I've never seen so many people excited to move on to baseball.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's pitiful watching the timeline like everything's about. Baseball, which actually it's cool because I hope gonna, Rarden is going to do a good job. Um, but, yeah, it's February 17th, so it's here in like two weeks. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: and it, it sucks for basketball, though, and I hate it for the players. Um, just because, you know, this is kind of what they've been looking forward to and everything. And then, uh, you know, they kind of shat the bed. And then whether it's coaching or players or whatever, uh, and then... Everybody's just like, well, next sport, let's go.
2: Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about that here in a little bit. My loser um, was my Super Bowl picks. I was listening back to the podcast. Like, I do that kind of before we get back on again, just kind of get a feel for what we talked about last time. And my my picks were like everything that I said was completely untrue of what actually happened. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, the winner of Buffalo and Cincy is going to win, and – 49ers uh, are going to win and all this stuff and yeah it was it was completely anti what I said. Like I mean, the NFL listen actually
1: listened to you say that and then I they changed so. the script of everything just to change it for spite. I, I so. honestly,
0: I honestly think um, I, I'm kind of like Jared. I'm starting to think that the NFL is scripted, especially after the uh, Cincinnati and Kansas City game. Like, they blew three really bad calls right there at the end.
1: I mean, yeah, there was a lot of – At least
0: in. two. At least two really bad ones. And then wow. the third one, I was there was a, a Cincinnati fan complaining about it, and I was like, that's kind of pushing it. There's one call that I saw, and I was just like, That's a stretch, but the other two, I could get behind. I could see See,
1: that. That's my loser in general for the week is officiating, because I know you don't really keep (laughs) up with the NBA as much, but my winner is Patrick Beverly on the Lakers. I absolutely despise him. But uh, the Lakers are playing the Celtics and LeBron drives to the basket at the end of regulation and gets fouled, like clearly gets fouled. Like there's no debating it, but the refs didn't call it. And of course, LeBron, being the dramatic person he is, has like a cataclysmic breakdown on the court and is just crying and sobbing and throwing a fit like you never flopping. seen. Yeah, like all of those things <laughs> like LeBron normally would but the game goes into overtime which i don't know why they all completely lost their composure they still easily had a chance to win the game in overtime i mean you have to move on but patrick (laughs) beverly i don't know if it was like one of the journalists on the court side or if it was like this uh the lakers official photographer or something he took his his big like nikon or canon camera and had a picture of the foul and was showing it to the official <laughs> it was like are you kidding oh it was hilarious that it was, was so petty awesome. but it was one of the greatest technical fouls i've ever seen like nothing will ever top that that's hilarious that is yeah, hilarious. That, was,
0: that was awesome yeah. um but i mean even in even in like the nba there's uh if you watch uh there's a a netflix documentary talking about the guy who got in trouble for the sports gambling the ref <clears throat> and he called a, uh, a walk on Jordan, and the, all the re, every, all the refs and everybody went off because all the other were like you can't do that, you can't do that. We don't call we don't call that on those players. And I and honestly, when I heard that, I was like, Shh. you know, it's for me. It's like I can't I can't get behind that because yeah. like I, I don't it if it's there call it if it's there. And, you know, it's just one of those, it's like, well, you don't call that on Jordan, or you don't call that on so-and-so, or, you know, I can even, you can see that happening today. You know, when somebody takes 45 steps, and then they dribble the ball, and you're just like, come on, dude. Um, But it is
1: interesting how LeBron isn't, like, as protected as other players, because anyone else would have gotten that foul called, and I don't know how that happens where he did it, and he was complaining about it, but I don't know.
0: Do you have to protect somebody who gets poked and he flops
1: well you have to protect him he's that dramatic he he actually was fouled though like he was genuinely fouled like I was witness to that like he got hit on the arm It was pretty clear I mean you if you still have to call a foul if it's a foul regardless in my opinion people shouldn't be able to just get away with it just because of their name
0: exactly I completely agree and I am a person who uh, literally, you can quote me if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. You know, mm-hmm. if it's good for one person, it's good for the other person. Um, but uh, just a FYI, for those of you who are not technically baseball fans, we are 213 days away from Western's first home football game football. Yep, I'm yeah. going to football.
1: Yeah, because I don't watch baseball either. Like, <laughs> <say> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's not. Hey, it's not that I don't like it, but, you know, it's whatever.
1: Yeah, I've gone to Hot Rods games before, and they were mildly entertaining because I was just harassing whoever the outfielders were <laughs> for the other team.
2: I actually think Western baseball games are pretty entertaining. Um, I'm sure they are, and I, I, that's completely fine. They also can't suck. That's been the thing the last, like, ten years. It's like it's been awful because you're never going to see a win.
0: Um, uh, however, actually, If you go to
2: non-conference, they'll win, and then get to conference, and they'll blow it. That's been how it's been lately.
0: Well, and then, of course, the other thing, too, uh, drinking. Can't you drink at Western Baseball? Yeah. There you go.
1: I mean, you have to have yeah, something to make it more interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's too long. I agree. Too long like baseball like nine innings can be a can be a lifetime we had an really.
1: 18 inning game against uk at home once that was pure insanity that was yes ridiculous. yeah that's
2: what makes it awesome though it was amazing
1: what i am not sacrificing six hours of my life to watch Absolutely. people stand inside Kentucky? of a little diamond I will, I will sleep i'll stay up all night for that <laughs> i mean be, I'm, I'm glad wow. you won but i am not sacrificing my sleep schedule to that
0: That's that's, that's like when Western played in Hawaii football. I love football. I love Western, but I am not staying up that late to watch that game. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I loved waking (laughs) up at 2 o'clock in the morning and seeing what the final score was. Exactly.
0: Why in the world could we have not played that game at 2 in the afternoon?
2: I don't know. Because they wouldn't have had their spam and eggs yet.
0: Oh, Jesus. (laughs)
2: It's breakfast and yes, time. I know
0: that's a delicacy over there, but good God, no. Um. Uh. But I digress. Talking about football, uh, I did see a commitment, um, in our group chat from Little Will Taggart, oh, Willie Taggart's I will. son. I think that's awesome, and I really do.
2: Um, He's such and- a good kid. He might turn to a crap uh, turd or whatever, but
0: I mean. He's, uh, I mean, he, he seems like a
2: good kid. <laughs> he was always nice. And-
0: I'm sure his dad kid. kept him on the straight and narrow, and luckily now he's um, trying to see. Uh, he is uh, obviously coming from Florida Atlantic. His dad is going to Colorado. What is his job now, Matt? Uh, it's like player relations or something or academic or something. I don't remember how it was. But basically, Dion just scooped up everybody he could find. Yeah, um,
2: I don't know what his job is. I don't know if it's position coach or co or coordinator. I have no idea what he's doing.
0: Okay, I me either. That, I, guess. Um, I don't think he, he. I don't think he's a coordinator. Uh, I can Google it real quick and see, but um, <laughs> we'll just talk about our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, Jared, I'll let you go first while I am Googling.
1: Googling who's in the Super Bowl. (laughs) I'm not that bad. Mm, Okay.
0: I have been under a rock, but I'm not that bad.
1: I mean, Mahomes' ankle is messed up, and everyone thought that that would cost him against Cincinnati, but apparently it didn't. But also, Cincinnati's offense looked like trash most of the game. So, I mean, Kansas City's defense, I think, is kind of underrated. I think Mahomes will be all right, especially after another week of rest. Um, The Eagles looked pretty good. I mean, they absolutely blew out San Francisco, but I think it'll be a really, really close game. I don't really see this one being a blowout, so I think we'll at least have a good game to watch this year. So I feel like it'll be Kansas City because the NFL script writers have to secure Mahomes. as like a future dynasty, and he has to win rings in order to secure that. So I mean, you got to get Mahomes another ring. So I feel like that's probably what's gonna happen. Such a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Although the last time, this is crazy. I think the in twenty seventeen the Golden State Warriors won the finals. And the Houston Astros won the World Series. And then after that, in the Super Bowl, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And the way that it's lined up is that the last finals winner, I think, was Golden State. The Astros won the World Series again. And <laughs> it's the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. So it could be the Eagles because this happened in 2017. But I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. So what I have found through my search is Dion said he's joining the staff, but uh, he's going to be an analyst. I'm assuming he's he's going to be analyzing film and stuff and picking out stuff for Colorado. I don't know.
1: How do you see Dion Sanders' first year in Colorado going? Do you think he will live up to the hype in his first season? No. Yeah, me neither.
0: I don't. I don't think he will. Um, but I think season three and four will be good if they give him a chance. We'll see. I mean, it's just just uh, hypothetical because I think it takes a few seasons for you to kind of get your feet. Um, and if uh, you know,
2: Colorado's a mess, too. They're it right is, it really is. It's a dumpster. Sanford found
0: a way to get W. Yeah. yeah, man, I was get out a there. Dub, the brah. I was on the waves up in Denver, uh, <laughs> hitting the slopes and uh, smoking a doobie, and I figured out I could. Uh, <laughs> I could run uh, the I could run the spread, bro. I went
2: down Pike
0: Speak on one ski, bruh. <laughs> Straight
2: down Mountain of the Gods.
0: <laughs> Garden just, of the Gods.
2: What are, I don't know what it's called, but it was awesome, bro.
0: It was some sweet pine that day, man. I just it was like a, a, a air fresher spray. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Mile man, high they were really horse mile high. <laughs> uh so I mean, honest, yeah. I mean, Colorado is a mess, um, and I think I, I think Dion's going to struggle a little bit. But you know, it's whatever. He's gonna he'll be okay. You know, season three and four if he gets to stay. Um, of course, he has he has drained Jacksonville State too. So is it Jacksonville State? Where was he? Jackson? I don't remember. Jackson yeah. State. Jackson State. There you go. I was like, Jacksonville, Jacksonville State is Ray Harper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson State is where he was. Um, but he's drained that, dude. That thing's been – he basically was like, hey, I want – all the good players are coming with me. The rest of you can stay. Uh. So, anyway, uh, Matt, what's your uh, – uh, did I get your Super Bowl prediction? Okay. Nope. Um, be uh, sure
2: you completely do the opposite of whatever I say because it will definitely not come true. But I just feel like it's got to <laughs> be Mahomes. I mean, you know, all right? have got to him. I mean, Hertz has been hurt. Um, I mean, don't discount him. I do think it's kind of wide open, though. Like, I feel like the Eagles have shown maybe they're kind of getting it together here later in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, Casey, you just don't know if they're going to show up and be incredible, if they're going to be average. But, I mean, you got to take Mahomes and his cast and everybody and, and the fact that I just think he's the
0: better quarterback. So,
2: that's my pick, but
0: who knows. I'm certainly wrong. Uh, I'm taking Eagles. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'll be opposite of Matt just for, That's a good just for giggles. Uh, Jared, what did you say, bud? I'm sorry. I was trying to I Google. Kansas City. KC. Okay, because so I'll be the odd homes. man.
1: Yeah, my homes has to secure legacy early. Right, yes. because it's scripted. Well, yeah. Well, it
0: is scripted, yes. 100% well,
1: scripted. Script. How, how much do I have to pay the script writers to write in a Miami Dolphins Super Bowl in my lifetime? <laughs> That's my question.
0: I think you have to pay for at least one commercial
1: that I'll do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Hey, um, um, you've been the, you've been getting paid more on those music lessons, bud. I'll just take hey, out yeah. a small loan of a million dollars. You've, been, so you've been teaching a, you've been teaching like, I don't know, Keith Urban or something. in yeah. Andersonville. yeah, I actually showed him how to play guitar. <laughs> yeah. He's a bum. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see him how to speak American <laughs> hey
0: bro, part. hey bro, can you teach me how to play guitar?
1: That's not even close to Australian accent, but it's fine that's not <laughs> no I was
0: doing I still doing Mike Sanford. I wouldn't do it I wouldn't do it hey cuz. hey <laughs> bro, teach me how to play guitar so I can get some chicks. You're already married, dude ah uh, well, okay, sorry
1: bro no, be like Jack Johnson. keep it, it off the record. <laughs>
0: Hey, I think you got to worry when he gets a motorcycle. If he gets a motorcycle and starts taking his secretary on bike rides, we're good.
1: Nothing about BP. (laughs) Nothing about BP.
0: (laughs) Which, by the way... Where's my neck brace? (laughs) Which, by the way, you know that was so bull. I'm sorry. You know her boyfriend beat his, you know what, ass. I'm going to say ass. Beat his ass because of that. That's all it was. Yep. That's and right, then he's like, I "Well, I had a, I had an accident, but she didn't get scratched at all. Mm-hmm. So like, he he laid out, and like like bodyguard saved her. Uh huh,
2: yeah, no, okay, I, I, so, I heard what you heard. Sources,
0: yes. Uh, so state of conference USA, Matt, I will let you take the reins, buddy. You go for it.
2: Yeah, okay. So I guess we'll start with the women. Um, <laughs> I hate to have to mention this. Uh, Ladies first. Is, well, I just have to mention middle. They are three games ahead of everybody. They're ranked. Actually, I don't know if y'all knew that. They're number 21 in the country now. Um, wow. So, <laughs> on them. Uh, yes. You suck. I don't care. We gave that game away. You're welcome. Otherwise, you wouldn't be ranked, you little turds. But anyway, um, back fat of Nashville. But anyway, right below them is guess who? The tops. Um, they are three. We are three games back of them but we're in firm control of second um, after the games that we played the last few weeks. We did lose one, actually, but we lost the one that was least important (laughs) against Charlotte. That's good. Um, Yeah. And so just the way it worked out, we're still a game and a half ahead of third place, which is UTEP. We play UTEP Saturday. So huge games this week. Number one, we play UTSA, who is terrible, so we better win that one. And then we've got UTEP. On the road, which is a which is a big one because obviously they could be, um, uh, they they could be about to take the lead if they happen to beat Middle. If not, if we could beat UTEP, we'll be way ahead of everybody else. I think we'd be at least two and a half games of every ahead of everybody below us. Um, Okay. Good opportunity for the Lady Tops to really take hold of the second seed and maybe put some pressure on middle if they happen to drop one. Um, and the, the lady tops do have another game against middle. So if they could stay close, maybe they could sneak in and steal a, a regular season championship, but I'm not counting on it, but I definitely encouraged by them. Um, there's like a big cluster, um, right below them of a ton of teams, teams three through eight are like, um, a game and a half apart. Um, so, some teams to watch for the women um, would be uh, Rice and Charlotte. Besides Western and Middle, of course. But Rice and Charlotte. Rice really got off to a rough start. Now they're starting to come together. Charlotte, same thing. They're really young, but they're really well coached. So, watch out for those two in the in women's basketball. Um, do you have any thoughts on the women, or you want me to just go to the men and then?
0: Well, um, let me ask you something. Um- sure. Is there a chance for Western to pull the pull it closer? Like in an MTSU schedule, is Western is it possible for Western to pull it within one game? Pull it, you know, be able to pull ahead, or is MTSU just going to cruise through the rest well, of their schedule?
2: Western is Middle's kind of travel partner or whatever this year since Marshall's gone. So basically, whatever Western schedule is, it's just flipped each week. Um, okay, so. If you look at the schedule going forward, I didn't have middle schedule pulled up, but I've got the women um, because it's going to be the same teams basically. Okay. Um, You've got TSA, UTEP. They're not really a threat. Then we do play middle February 9th. So if we lose at middle, you can pretty much kiss the one seed. Completely good. Yeah. um, So we have to win that one. Then there's Rice and Charlotte. Those are tough. LaTeX yeah, decent. Okay, is. I see what you're... so there's a chance, but I, I really think I mean middle has been the clear like class of the league. And yeah. Western played really well and still lost by double digits to
0: middle. Um, so I just don't see it. They might yeah, lose they're...
2: two, but they gotta lose three to even have a chance.
0: I was gonna say MTSU's lost two games this year total. Mm-hmm. Um I've got their schedule pulled up. They've got UTEP on the 2nd, uh, which is for our, pod, our YouTube and podcast listeners. It's going to be today at 8. Uh, for everybody else listening live, it's tomorrow. And then, uh, we, like Matt said, we kind of flip. We've got UTSA, UTEP. They've got UT, UTEP, UTSA. Um, and then the rest of the schedule is just kind of a crapshoot for other. It's different over after that. There's some
2: decent teams there, but, I mean, I just don't see them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One.
0: okay. So. so as long so we can hold on to the two spot, right?
2: Oh yeah, I mean if we can win through this week, we're going to be two and a half games ahead of everybody with a tiebreaker on everybody that's close except Charlotte. Um, so we're in a really good spot if we can just get through this week. If we drop one or especially if we drop two, we're going to fall right back into the middle of that pack. So it's crucial okay. this week to to finish this week, and then we'll have seven games left with a two and a half game lead.
0: Okay, so middle, or not middle, I'm sorry, Charlotte. Uh, you, so we have to stay above Charlotte. Is Charlotte any, are, are there any teams that are going to cause us issue with the rest of the, well, till next week when we can talk more, but any other games that are going to cause us issue where Charlotte can excel and pull ahead of us? Well, I mean, I think. Well, never mind, because Charlotte's two and a half games behind us, so.
2: Yeah, but I, I just think. The only reason I'm concerned about Charlotte is we lost to them, so we've lost some tiebreaker scenarios to them, especially yeah. if we lose again to them. Um, yeah. So And they're close enough, like if we drop a few here, which we're totally capable of losing some games, we cannot hit a shot to save our lives. I mean, we're the worst shooting team in the conference. We just rebound like crazy and force a lot of turnovers, so it makes up for it. But it's totally possible. We lost that game against Charlotte because we could not hit a shot. It was awful, and we almost overcame the worst shooting night ever and still almost won because we were so efficient getting shots off and getting rebounds. They just were better in the second half and hit a bunch of shots when they got them.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Okay. Did you did you um, even think that we would be in play for the two seed in conference USA play at the beginning of the season though, Matt? As bad as not we really. Started. No, I was
2: I was hoping, I was hoping to get a buy. Um, you know, like the four or five seed would have yeah. been acceptable. And I mean, UAB and Rice were supposed to be really good, and Rice has been very average. UAB has been awful in conference, like their last place, I think. And they were oh, one wow. of the favorites, like co kind of third place favorite in the conference heading into the season. And they're like completely off the map, the opposite direction going to possibly be the 11th seed. Sounds like yeah, they're
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, UA, yeah. UA, 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 No kidding. UAB is nine games
0: out. looks like.
2: Yeah. They're, I don't know what's going on with them, but like they were supposed to have some good players and they just turned to crap come conference season. They had a good non-conference too. And then they just melted down and they're, they're terrible. I don't know what happened,
0: but we'll take it. it was, I actually heard that one of the UAV players was on Tinder and there was some screenshots sent out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very similar to the, it does sound really familiar. Doesn't it? Uh, do you want to go, go ahead and move to the men's? Yeah, man. So
2: um, <laughs> let's please move on. Uh, <laughs> from USA, man. I mean, obviously it's FAU who's ranked. They're what are they nineteenth now or something? Something like that. I mean, watching One them loss. last week uh, really opened my eyes. Like I saw them in person; they were good or whatever. But last week, they were just so crisp and quick. They're really fast um, and just like the the offense is amazing. Like they're just passing, 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 passing. Like there's no hesitation. It was beautiful. And I mean, honestly. You know, we played a good game, played a great game, honestly, and they they just handled it with no problem. Um, yeah. They were pretty much going to win no matter what, and they're just better than us, especially without Frampton. Um, but they're just so good and uh, really got a good system, and they got a lot of um, juice going. So good for them. Uh, they're obviously the favorite to me. And then I'd say the only team that can't win in March, it would be UTSA. Um Although they're capable of winning a few games, I think. But they've only got one win in conference. And then there's everybody else. I mean, Western is obviously 10th place. Yeah. Um, three and eight. Like, since we Since we last talked, they lost four in a row. Um, yeah. But, I mean, and we're, we're, we've are we're got a, some work to do to even climb into ninth. Uh,
0: five. Well, is it four or five games? Did we talk to the FAU last time? Uh, Yeah, we did. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, It's we've lost five in a row. So yeah. Basically since the last time we talked. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: it's been brutal, but I I think we're still capable, but obviously there are other teams that are way, way better than us. And we've got to find a way to be competitive at this point before we can talk championship. But I do think we're capable of doing it. Okay. Okay. So so Matt, um,
0: So, Matt, um, you're talking about possibility. Um, What? Okay. Um, (coughs) What, Devin? Between me and a NASCAR, there's a possibility that I could beat it. But is there a chance? One in a million. Just saying. I don't have a lot of faith this season. I'm sorry. I don't
2: have a lot of faith either. But all all it takes, all this crap, all this losing, whatever, if they come together, And figure out how to play basketball, then they'd have a chance. And I
0: think Um, we're in February.
2: I I feel you. I'm just (laughs) dude. I'm just saying that it's of all the ten seeds in history, who's had a better chance than the tops? (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's a good quote. That's a great quote.
2: I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like, there's talent there. It's not like we're just like hopelessly
0: no. I think that's I the frustrating part. Together. Yeah, that's the frustrating part. Is that there's talent there, but it's there's like no cohesion. There's I don't know. It's yeah. it's frustrating to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a um, statement. It, I mean, I, four mean, in I a would row. say I thought we looked a lot better against FAU this last game that we had i mean it was pretty close most of the yeah, game it was
2: encouraging I
1: think. Yeah, yeah i mean it was a little encouraging because i mean we had a real shot and then of course we got screwed over with that call that sharp was basically fouled and then called it a jump ball and then gave possession to fau and we just kind of fell apart after that but i mean yeah. you can't expect officiating to ever help <laughs> At least in conference. Never state. never helps us. I mean, even in our own building, we get horrible calls against us, which blows my mind. Oh, that
2: one blows uh, my mind. The Jarius one against Charlotte. Was that was that Charlotte? Yeah, that was I can't remember. that was since we last talked. That was awful. Yeah, yeah. I remember that? I mean mm-hmm. he got like the whole reason that it was out of bounds off of him was because the guy fouled him. And he goes up and clearly has the ball and the guy grabs his arm twist him, and he falls dangerously, almost fell on the press row, and they call it out of bounds off Western.
0: Did like, uh, did he go into the
2: stands and to get a camera? It would have tied the game. It would have tied the game if he got free throws. He would have had free throws to tie the game,
0: and they called it out of bounds. Did he go in the stands and get a camera to show the foul? I'm just saying. <laughs> he should have. But yeah. That would have been hilarious. We lost him uh,
2: anyway, so who cares if we got a tech, right?
0: Yeah, I mean – Yeah, I mean, if you're going big, hey, if you're going big, you might as well go big. Go big or go home, buddy. You know, swing for the fence, swipe right or whatever the kids do. I don't even know. Um, There will be a lot of Tinder references in this show. I'm just saying.
2: Is it right or left that's, you know... um, Shit, I don't know. That
0: came after I graduated college. I was so pissed after that. I would have... You know, I'm not even kidding. Like... I was already like in my big boy job and doing all that, and you know, engaged, soon to be married, and they come out with Tinder, and I was like, "If you couldn't have come out with this sooner, not that I would leave my wife or anything, but I would have dated oh, a lot geez, more." Did your wife never listen or... <laughs> to the podcast? No, she's downstairs with the kid i I gave sugar to right before I came up here. So, oh wow, yeah, made sure that worked out really well. Gonna go with this bag. <laughs> <laughs> I did, no joke. I did. I did give. I did give my daughter Cheetos and uh, an Arizona sweet tea before I came up here. So, oh, so she should be good and sugared and running all over the place. I have heard her yelling during at several points during the episode. So, mommy, mommy, look, mommy, look, and I'm like, oh my god, that's all you. Uh, so, fun Western, Western is sitting eight games back from Florida Atlantic who is 11 and 0 in conference 21 and 1 overall um is there a snowball's chance that we can finish out the season with a uh, over 500 record
2: oh lord over 500 overall or... yeah
0: like 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 literally like we have more than the losses
1: yeah we could be 16 and 15 <laughs> I mean, oh, gosh, man. Isn't that exciting?
0: I mean, you know, this... Okay. Here's my... here's my. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier. Matt, let's just hypothetically say we're watching somebody burning boxes, okay? And they've got all these boxes stacked up there, and it's a really good stack, okay? It's me in my and then,
2: backyard. Got it.
0: And then they take, like, 80 gallons of gasoline, and they throw it on there. And we've been I mean, watching for the past, like, four or five years, and we're like, hey... That's probably not a good idea. Something bad's probably going to happen.
2: My wife and like, no. Me for
0: years. Well, yeah, I about killed myself one time with gas and burning stuff. But anyway, um, I'm not even kidding. Uh, I was burning—I was burning brush, and I poured gas on it because I didn't have anything else, and I was dumb and naive, and I threw—I made—I've got these little homemade uh, like lighter things. Basically, if you put dryer lint in a toilet paper roll and light it. You know, it'll carry enough ember to light whatever. So, um, yeah, I poured some gas on it and did that, and the concussion hit me. And my wife, who was inside with our child, called me and said, "Are you still alive?"
1: <laughs>
0: I honestly, so my fact. first reaction, my first reaction was I felt my eyebrows to make sure they were still there. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit, we
2: uh, <laughs> idiots!"
0: I know, right? Oh. Uh, but. Uh, but God, honestly, like this, this whole season's just a big dumpster fire. I mean, and, and then, then and of course
1: the whole incident off the court too, with two yes. more players who I will oh, not God. mention by name.
0: So it was two, not just one.
1: Yeah, it was two. Oh Jesus, I thought it there was just one in particular. And a whole, you, bro? There, there was one in particular that got <laughs> burned by it really bad. To say, <laughs> take a shower for thirty minutes because he's gonna try to like meet with two different people that both tried to get with him essentially i'm just like y'all need to get you y'all, y'all simping y'all need to act like a stapler and get your paper together you need to be focusing on your <laughs> dadgum job and play basketball and not be trying to hook up like you're an nba player on the road somewhere being like freaking actually like uh
0: <laughs> no not even magic johnson what was that one guy's name um uh, uh walter uh, No, um
1: Oh, Dennis Rodman, God.
0: Not even Dennis Rodman. Who was the one that said he slept with 10,000
1: women? Walt, uh, was it Wilt Chamberlain? Maybe. It might have been Wilt.
0: Wilt I think it was Wilt Chamberlain who said he slept with 10,000 women on the road. I mean, at least
1: win and actually be decent before you try to pull moves like that. Yeah.
0: Like, I I mean, you've got to be, I mean, come on.
1: Also, is it not a little
2: suspicious? Yeah. It's the opposing team's
0: yeah fan base like, that are
1: hitting up on you, what you yes gonna happen i mean they're just that far down bad i guess they're just, they're just really down bad in more ways than one
0: okay here's my thought like and, and i don't know but i can't speak for everybody but when like you got to play the game you know you go home and you look for chicks you don't do that on the road because like like i mean this situation is a prime example they got catfished horribly, which is hilarious in its own right because you're that goofy that you're not even concentrating on the game. Or you don't care as to the outcome of the season, evidently. you just worried about chasing tail, which, I mean, 20-something hey. old, I mean, that's basically what they do.
2: Let me ask you this, though, and I'm not I'm not defending this at all. I think it's idiotic and okay, are have What's a better a- control of your players. But think about the people that we knew at
0: Western oh, Football God. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I could are we see talking this. just players or are we talking staff, too?
2: <laughs> yep. Fill in the <laughs> blank. I know there were bear tubs for the coaches uh, yeah. um, and multiple staffs. Uh, so yes. it's not like they're not, quote unquote, focusing in on the game there. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. So, I'm just saying um, like, there's a culture there, I think, in, probably across most programs and sports that that's what you do. Yeah, and you're out. I mean, so I honestly, I think there could be a lot more of this than you really think.
0: You're right. You're right. Um, But I think you would expect. I think you would expect uh, maybe some, and and I don't know. I can't speak for this experience, but you know, maybe some social media training as to identify. Hey, these guys are full of shit. You shouldn't be talking to them. Uh, But the thing was. Go
1: ahead. I found the actual conversation on the article that was posted. (laughs) Hey, can you send me that link seriously? I will. It's in the Discord. Okay. uh, So they matched with one of our players who I won't name. And it was the girl that posted all these screenshots. Our player was like, what's up, pretty? And she was like, not much getting ready for that game tomorrow. And then our player was like, oh, man. And she was like, you're not excited? And he said, I definitely am. I'm locked in on you right now, though. Oh my God. Uh,
0: <laughs> like, kids. that explains
1: everything about this year's team is that they're locked in on just about anything except playing basketball. That's just my yep. sense. I mean, you're right. I mean, you're right.
0: Honestly, like I said, I don't think they give two flips about the end of how this season turns out.
1: But I'm not going to act dumb and pretend that this doesn't happen anyways, I'm sure like it in does. past seasons. I'm sure it does. But, and I'm
0: not, it wouldn't surprise me if some of FAU's players didn't do this when they came to Western. Yeah. It could happen the other way.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. You never know. But, you do I not. mean it's just like it, it, you can't be doing that during the season cuz this is what can happen is you can get catfished well, and then post it online about
0: I'm not saying they can't do it at home. I don't well, yeah. I mean, what you do on your time at West and in Bowling Green obviously reflects, by, you know, on the university. But at the same point what you're doing at home with, with your personal dating life is your business in my opinion.
2: And it's less risky. I think that's the the point yes. here. Is like this is this is beyond stupid. Like, well, if you're gonna have no. a big party or whatever, like, you know, that's one thing. But if you're gonna go to the bar or you're gonna like talk to the opposing team's fans, we're trying to <laughs>
1: find tap <some>. them.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> the, some of that South Florida booty. I mean, yeah, you already know, but I mean. <laughs>
1: Come
2: on. You're asking for it. Like, that's sorry You're going
1: to get burned. dumb
0: situations. Yes. Yes. It's not it's a good situation.
1: It was just a really bad look. I mean, it was bad. Because, I mean, if we were winning this season, I don't think anyone would care. But considering we're not doing well at all and we're seeing our players pull stuff like this, then, I mean, it just really brings a lot of stuff into light. <laughs> Yeah, it's... um,
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and skip into our uh, questions we've got going on. Okay? Uh, We've got several questions from uh, fans and listeners. The
1: mailbag has been reopened.
0: Yes, we have reopened the mailbag, which needed to happen. Um, Kenneth Baker uh, says, Given WKU's offensive struggles this year, is there any chance of moving McKnight to a two-guard and letting Rawls, Akot, and Ladner, uh, run the point. This would allow isolation for McKnight. Also, ACOT would be a match-up nightmare for opposing Conference USA teams. Also, part two, what do you think Rick means by giving – gosh. mm. Falou. (laughs) No. Jeun. Jeun. is Jun. Jun, More freedom. What do you think?
1: I mean, the first part of that, I definitely agree with. I think, obviously, McKnight, he does really well like in isolation and trying to get to the basket. So, I mean, it, it's good to try to get stuff drawn up for him now and then. I mean, I feel like sometimes he just goes superhero mode and tries to take over a little bit too much. Like in yeah. the FAU game, that was an instance of that. Like our last possession that we had, what happened is he basically drove the ball the entire length of the court and then ended up getting trapped at the baseline and then ball over it. So, I mean, if he would have passed it or tried to have gotten something, then I feel like we may have at least scored or something. But, I mean, that didn't end very well. But, I mean, I, I like that idea for the first part as far as uh, Zhang. I don't know. I mean, I feel like he deserves a little bit more playing time. I mean, especially if Sharp is having a game where he's struggling a lot, maybe let him play the five a little more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and if you want to have a really big lineup, then maybe have him and Sharp out there at the same time. That would be interesting.
0: I think so too, Matt. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I think it is a good question.
2: I do think that they kind of did that uh, the last couple games. Once Frampton went out, they had Rawls and McKnight on the court at the same time, and probably more than half the time, Rawls took the ball up. Um, so I guess they've kind of tried that. Question is, uh, is Rawls, uh, there's rumors that he may be losing playing time or even possibly getting like a lesser role. Um, so is that true, number one or two? Um, do they feel like that actually works? Um, I think there's no question Rawls adds some offensive ability, you know, to get to the hole, to make some – step up and make some shots uh, in the mid-range and stuff. Um, so I think it's a good idea. Um, like we talked about last episode, you got four point guards on this team that could possibly run points. So why have McKnight, the guy that wants to shoot the ball and be the shooting guard, let him be the shooting guard and let Lander and Rawls and ACOT kind of spot the point guard position. I think that is a good idea. He talked about ACOT being a mismatch. Um, I'd say absolutely. That's definitely something we need to do. And the ACOT that was in the second half against, was it FAU, mm-hmm. uh, is the ACOT that we need. Um, yeah. He was probably the main reason that we kept in it against FAU because um, he was he, – I mean, he dropped in like 12, 14 points in the second half alone uh, just on two-pointers where he's six eight and dominating against a smaller team, um, which is one of the weaknesses for FAU. So I love that. Um, and then the thing about Falou, like – I've been on this. I talked about this last episode too a little bit. Um, I've been on this about Falou for a while, and what baffles me is this is a revelation to them in February when the guy is shooting 50-plus percent in December. He played at least eight minutes every single game until Louisville, and then he has not played more than six minutes since. The guy's shooting over 50%. He was shooting 45% from three at that point. He hasn't hardly had a chance to shoot since he hardly gets in the game. Um, so, of course, he's struggled and hasn't had any kind of offensive rhythm. But the guy was averaging uh, up to Louisville. He was averaging 6.6 points per game and a couple rebounds a game. He's now averaging three and 1.2 because he hasn't played and the guy is unique he's six eleven, shooting threes he's got post-up moves like okay he can't play defense well throw him somewhere that that you can deal with him on defense throw him in the zone and deal with a few mistakes and get some points on the board because we can't freaking score right now and you need offense more than you need defense because your defense okay enough but you have no offense you have no flow you have no ability to make threes Put the guy out there that's going to provide you some offense and play him fifteen minutes a game, and let him screw up a little bit and give you some points.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, well, you've got to you've got to take advantage of that. Um, and another player I think we're really underutilizing is uh, Noah Stansberry. We got to get him in there. We got to get him in there shooting and um... sharpshooter.
2: <laughs> you know, he reminds me of Jake Homer. Uh, I <laughs> thought they did. They didn't play him enough either. I think, speaking of that ISO, I think they should put Noah Stansberry out there and let him go one on one.
0: Okay. Um, so, no joke. Uh, and as far as um, theories of what went wrong with this Western team so far, no, um, here we go, James Conway. Experienced staff, experienced players, talent glower. Why are we in 10th place? um honestly like i feel like i think there's a lot of i think the yeah honestly i think i think the episode uh that event situation whatever you want to call it is a highlight of what this uh, locker room's thought process is
1: personally i feel like it's chemistry I feel like we have a yep. lot of talented players, but they don't know how to play as like a team and feed off of each other the way that they're supposed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, that's a big problem. Because, I mean, if you look at this team compared to like, other teams like Justin Johnson and Tavion Hollingsworth, and like, it, we had a lot better chemistry and ball movement, I thought, with those teams than the ones that we have now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, they had an identity, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Yes. You yeah. knew who they were.
0: Matt, what are you? Is are you agreeing with that, or do you have another theory?
2: Well, I definitely think it. Yeah, there's other theories I've got too, but definitely the chemistry is a problem. Like, you look at these individual pieces. You got a guy that could be, again, national player of the year conversation. You got a guy that's pretty much going to be first team all conference in Davion. You got Acott, who is a six eight matchup nightmare. You had Frampton, who was at one point leading the country and shooting. like You got all these pieces, right? But yeah. You put them together and they're 11 and 11 with two division two wins. And they're three and eight in conference. Like, so obviously there's some kind of disconnect there. The more and more that I hear, like just informal stuff, like comments from fans, like I've had, you know, I'm in insurance or whatever. And I've had these people from across town that are probably like, you know, a list, Western people, you know, people that everybody kind of knows if you go to Western games and they're sitting here telling me like, I'm done with this crap. You know, I'm canceling my tickets, whatever, you know, it's alarming. And then you hear all this other stuff that is we rumor, I guess, um, about just stuff going on in the program. You know, I've never seen more like it's a dumpster fire in there. comments from yeah, people that know pretty much what they're talking about. And I'm talking like inside, like people that y'all probably know who I'm talking about, but also other people uh, that it's just like this person has to know somewhat what they're talking about. This is not all BS. Some of this this is real. And it's just alarming all the stuff that you hear this year um, about administration, about the coaching staff, about the Rick situation, just all of it. Um, it's a mess. And yeah. I think it's just a big, it's been a huge distraction and, uh, just something hasn't clicked. I don't know if it's a combination of players, if it's that Rick is getting old and unfocused, I don't know what it is, but it's yeah. a mess and it's just not come together. I hope it does. I wish it would, but it's kind of hard to really say with a straight face that we're going to pull this together and have a chance when you see all the mess
0: yeah and honestly like i'm not going to advocate for rick uh being fired or him resigning or anything like that uh officially i'm not going to say anything like that uh but i believe that todd will make that decision a when boosters are you know ticked because they're it into money and when attendance drops because that's the other part of your money uh so and And i think he also wouldn't
1: do it during the season either it'd be after the season
0: Yes, unless something major happened. I would say
2: if you lose a couple more, I mean, you're already on a four-game losing streak. Yeah. You lose two more. You lose to UTSA, who's 1-10, and and then you lose to UTEP, who you should win against at home. You lose both of those. You're flirting with, like, imagine how people are going to react. If you got a six-game losing streak, you just lost two more at home. Four of the six losses would be at home.
0: Uh, you're. I honestly could see it happen before close. Conference USA tournament you're time. We're getting
2: close at that point, but I, I I feel like we're gonna we'll probably win a couple here.
0: Yeah. In the next few, and that
2: won't happen. But if it did, if it, if you get through this week, you're flirting with it. At least you're gonna have yeah. people asking for it at minimum. Yeah.
0: Well, and a hypothetical here, I saw the. Uh, that WKU sports is, uh, or whoever it was wanting to do a fan committee. Yeah. Is that a, is that a curb for what is going on currently in basketball at least? Right. Uh, I mean, Matt, Jared, what do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that that's really interesting timing too, for them to bring True. something like that out. I mean, I love the idea of it, but my question is like, what, would where's it do? been before? Well, I mean, like, what are they going to do? Is it going to be this something that where is it Todd that meets with these people? Is it going to be just someone that's like a representative within the athletic department? Or is it just going to be like kind of like a little meeting or conference thing and one of the stadiums or something and just let people say how they feel or something? I mean, I don't know. I mean, They're going to put
0: suggestion boxes?
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a suggestion box type thing. Be like, yeah, we're listening. It's like Starbucks corporate, too. I mean, they're terrible about this. they be like, yeah, I hear you. I'm listening and everything, and then just not do anything about it. I mean, I hope that that's not what they do because, I mean, obviously, like, you should care about what your fan base thinks. After all, we're the ones spending money to help pay for everything. So, I mean, I hope that they listen to the criticism that people give and – but whether or not that changes anything, I don't really know. But, yeah, I think it yeah. is really interesting timing that basketball is waning pretty horribly and, and just like, hey, we want to have a fan committee. We want people's inputs to see what can make things better. And if they take that feedback and make things better, then that's great. That's something that I would respect mm-hmm. the crap out of them for, for actually listening to the fans. But it's, it's I don't know. I just don't know how this is going to turn out. We'll see
0: i'm with you i don't i don't either um but depending on how it works out with the quote fan committee uh whether that's actual people on the committee like average Joes, or if it's you know you know person who owns Avengers. such and such restaurant or whatever you know mm-hmm. who was supposedly elected but anyway um you know i i don't know i think i think how it's done and how things are done in the committee could set up, you know, like, like Jared said, it could be good and it could be bad. I don't know. Um, Because it could just turn people away. Mm -hmm. You know, if things aren't done and listened to, they could turn people away. If Western doesn't start doing better, then it could turn people away. I mean, uh,
1: I mean, the athletic department should already know how fair weather our fan base is anyways. Exactly. Yeah. So that's. So you want to make
0: you want to make the people happy who are coming and doing you know and supporting Western.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you, I mean, I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah, I do too. But as far as um, like losing season ticket holders and stuff, that's that's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, you know,
1: I, we've got people
2: that have been around for like 50 plus years have never yeah. missed a game and diddle being like, eh, I don't know. I think I'll just skip this year, or I'm not coming back until he's gone, or whatever. I think the the member- I'm not coming
0: up. back till Jake Homer starts. Oh Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you remember it being that bad during Kim McDonald, though, Matt or Devin? Yeah. Either of you? Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, People it was were. it was rough, and and what was Kim McDonald's last crowd it was like eighteen hundred fifty or something. So probably. I mean, it was something like less than 2,000. It was awful. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I like that they're – I think it's a good move, the, the question about the committee or whatever. I mean, to me it says, we give a crap. Yes. Um, whether, whether you are actually giving a crap, it doesn't matter. It's a message like, hey, we're actually willing to listen to you in a tough time and not wanting to shut you out. I do think it's basically Todd fishing for information about what to do right now. Um, and, you know, and Todd, love you, whatever, but I kind of see what you're doing here. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, you need to know I think how he's fishing, he's fishing for information. And I think uh, they see danger to their jobs. Um, I think this could really blow up on Todd uh, if he doesn't play it out right. with – I mean, I think uh, Greg Collins is now pretty. For this year, but with yeah. Stansbury and how upset people are, and you're losing, you're losing people. Um, yeah, it, it's concerning, and I think he he needs to be careful. Um, I'm not threatening him or anything, but uh, you know, you it's be like, careful. You, you be watch careful. yourself, Todd, Todrick, Todrick. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> your cousin Devin. Just yeah, hey, but, I'm uh, gonna
0: call him and tell him. Yeah. In There's an opinion, insurance agent after you right now. You Better be careful. I mean, in my, my opinion, the worst. my name. <laughs>
1: so, the worst thing that our athletic department could do is nothing. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I and honestly, we were talking in our group chat uh, before the show, but I think I completely agreed, and I think you were the first one that brought it up, but everybody was kind of in the amen corner, uh, bringing the students back down to the floor.
1: Yes. 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 I loved it so much. It was so much fun. You yeah. can you
0: can only cater to the wealthy, basically, so much. I'm sorry. You mm. got to put the students on the floor. They give they, they don't show up. up they're, they're, they're not there.
2: there. There's like three of them. Yeah. Three students?
0: You know, like, no. Well, yes.
1: Oh, the fancy uh, leather chairs. Well, right now.
2: The fancy chairs or whatever. And here's another thing that it does that, you know, maybe people don't think about, but it's just logistical foolishness it's isolated the band yeah like the band does the cheers or whatever and the students can't really tell what they're doing you can't get together but when you're right next to each other you can tell what's going on and it really makes a difference because there's a disconnect between like this group of students that really cares and is engaged and then you got people that are not as engaged up above them sitting there farting around on their phones um, instead of engaging in the game because they're not close, they're not in on the action. The, Probably on uh, Tinder. The opposing team can't. <laughs> the opposing <laughs> team can't can't hear them when they talk. I mean, there's nothing there for them to do. So you've ruined the student experience, uh, and it's taken away from the craziness of the student section. Yeah, and you want that student section to be off the hook. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it was man, it was it was awesome a few years ago, and it's just. Completely crapped out, and now the adults are the ones that are that are kind of leading the crowd more than the students. Which, adults ruin everything, I'm just saying.
0: Right, freaking adulting. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Hilltoppers commenting, uh, The problem was, after we all left for years, there was no one that sat there for years. Not even students sat there. Pretty true, I guess.
1: Yeah, that is true. I mean, we did have that core. Because, I mean, even Sam, I remember sitting with him and Leroy. I'd see Matt every now and then. I'd see Brett, of course. I mean, he would be there. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, Paul, he's another big one that was always a core down there. I mean, like, that's the thing is that when you are in that environment all the time, like, you get to know the people around you and, like, the ones that care and you all get together and they're kind of the ones that help the pet band and stuff kind of rally and get everyone hyped up still. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's – I hope there's still students that do that and know all the traditions of the stuff that we say with the pet band and, of course, like all the different chants and stuff we have as part of our environment. I know they have the Rick Rowdy's thing, which is cool, and other student stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely noticed that too.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: it's a valid point, I, but how do you keep those people regenerating? Like, you can't have a bunch of 40-year-olds – they're down the student section and run everything because they're the ones that are the crazy students. So, like, well, ooh. you gotta, you gotta, oh, yeah, you gotta get uh, them
1: in.
0: You gotta get the students in. Not choose, like a representative, and like that's one person it. from each
1: fraternity, or sorority, and, it. and maybe have them yeah, be like a spirit gotta win. And get them hype or something.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with fans. both statements. Uh Jared talking about the fraternity. Yeah. Like, like, well, I mean,
2: fans that participate in the game, like, have some, like, have fan of the game or whatever, and show some fan that they caught on camera going crazy for Western or whatever, and then
0: give them, man, nobody wants to see you on camera. Jesus, dude, <laughs> you, this isn't about me, Devin, <laughs> although
2: I'd probably be on there every game, whatever. Uh,
1: <laughs> you and your red hair,
0: yeah,
2: was there
1: so, though, yes. like, people
2: would love that. And and they get incentive to participate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At least you keep your shirt on now, is all I'm saying. Well, you can thank yeah, my I wife thank for God. that because I've not died a couple of times. Thank you,
1: Stephanie. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> yes, we really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, well, so do the free throw shooters. They thank her too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, hey, um, so, I'll just tell you this real anyway. quick, and
2: then I know we got to quit. But, um, there was this FAU game and we went to overtime and I was, she had told me like, don't take your shirt off. And I'm like, baby, it's overtime. I got to do this. <laughs> 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 you don't understand. It's FAU. I love that That's the only gonna... cure. <laughs> it's overtime. I'm doing this. And then I, I did. And she was pissed. That was the last time I did it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, at least you yep. still
1: have your marriage. That's all that's... that matters.
2: Hey, you don't realize. We weren't married yet, so I didn't ruin
0: it. I almost got oh. dumped over well, it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jared, you do not realize how much power a woman holds. I'm just saying mm-hmm. they held a lot of power in the relationship because that madness can last for weeks and cause a lot of weeks. A lot of Tinder swiping is all me. I'm mm. saying. Anyway. <laughs> it's still a source oh of God. God. Yeah, I could just see Matt. I could see Matt trying to, you know, he's fixing to do something. He takes off his shirt. He's like, oh my god, really?
2: Like, I I need
0: to take a bath, honey. I'm sorry. Anyway,
2: (laughs) okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, uh, just to recap here, uh, Lady Tops be playing. uh, They got UTSA uh, on this second, which is today for our podcast listeners and YouTube. And that game is at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Central. And if I can get the... There we go. Um, And then we got UTEP on the 4th. That game, both of those games are away. Uh, And that will be a game at 3 p.m. Eastern. I'm sorry, 4 p.m. Central. God bless it. 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. I always confuse myself on those. And uh, that game... God bless it. I'm in the men's. Okay. What's mountain, Devin? Because steps in the mountain time. Jesus Christ, I keep screwing myself up. Okay. <laughs> Women's sports. Women's sports. Uh, UTSA, 8 p.m. on the 2nd. UTEP, 4th. It's at 3 p.m. MTSU, 7 p.m. Uh, and then we got Charlotte at 7.30 p.m.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Abby's
2: here.
0: That <laughs> like Tarzan or something. <laughs> Hi, Abby. I'll let you in in just a second. Uh,
1: <laughs> saying it's past five yeah, o'clock This is Yep. Yep. yep, yep okay. This is the sign. To to cut it off.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh check the graphics on YouTube, you'll see the times. Uh but appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening and as always, go, go tops. tops. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
0: Thank you, everybody. Appreciate our listeners. Have a good night.